0: Well, you know the A.L. East standings will tell you that the Jays are in fourth place, and yeah, that the Red Sox are in fifth. But Kevin Barker, inside the division, well, the Jays have been an embarrassment this year. I mean, there's no other way to put it. They're seven and eighteen so far after tonight's loss. Eleven games under five hundred in the division. The Boston Red Sox, fourteen and eleven. The Yankees are eleven and fifteen. Baltimore's fourteen and nine. Tampa's seventeen and ten. Um when it comes to playing teams in the AL East, the Jays are the worst team in the division. I can't put it any other way.
1: Yeah, it ain't pitching either. It's the lineup, right? It's the tonight it was the elevated fastball. It's been that sort of kryptonite for that entire lineup for the most part all season, right? It's a, it's a six foot four guy on the mound who you know, when he's throwing the elevated fastball with velocity like he was James James Paxton tonight was doing consistently, especially glove side, right? That's into a righty, away to a lefty, only face one lefty, but he's heavily glove side, and whenever he's elevating that, sometimes because the dude is so tall and releases it where he does, it's very hard to tell, is it two up, right? Is Should I be swinging at this? Should I be aggressive on it? And when he's locating about at the belt and when he misses, his misses are really good. They're elevated and they're not below the belt. So, yeah, he'll sprinkle in that little slow breaking ball. I know they call it a cutter. It ain't a cutter. It's a slider, right? That's sort of when he's doing that with with the feeding off the elevated fastball, he's pretty tough. But I get back to that. There, there's no way starting the season when we were talking about the Blue Jays, especially with the as good a hitters as they have in this lineup that are right-handed that any lefty that comes to the Roger, Rogers Center should not be able to work through. James Pax is a good pitcher. He's a great pitcher. I, look, he's got three pitches. Most of For the most part, he's got one pitch that's the elevated fastball. He'll sprinkle in the big, slow breaking ball. I just sometimes don't really understand. Maybe they can't, Jeff. Maybe that's what we need to understand, right? It's it's. Yelling and screaming about the approaches. We've had John Snyder on our show. He does it forever. Everybody you ever talk to about the Blue Jays, they all talk about the adjustments. Why aren't they making them? It's been a long time. July 1st is tomorrow. Maybe we should stop talking about all these adjustments they need to make and just start maybe realizing that making the adjustment in-game per at-bat may be a challenge for this team. Well, you talk about
0: the high the high fastball as well. I mean, you know, one of the things we were led to believe going into this year was that this would be a more balanced lineup. And I know people, when they, they think of balanced lineups, they think of lefty, righty. And that's that's not what a balanced lineup is. That's part of it. But a balanced lineup is a lineup of guys that have different strengths, different weaknesses, and make it difficult to game plan against. I don't think the Jays are a difficult team to game plan against at all, Kevin. I mean, I, you know maybe we just need to accept that this lineup's not that good. I mean, I mean, we've been waiting all year to see something and um you know, third time through tonight. You're right, James Paxton, James Paxton is, is a fine pitcher. He can get it up to 98. That's that's great. But third time through tonight, there's nothing going on. I mean, Vladdy, you know, the 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 almost home run in the first inning. I mean, that was basically it. I mean, the only other offensive highlight other than that, I guess, was Varsho's bunt. Um, it just wasn't a whole hell of a lot going on.
1: Yeah, I will give I will give pitchers, pitching coaches, khakis behind the scene a lot of credit about the elevated fastball. When in doubt, throw the elevated fastball, right? It's very hard for a hitter, especially when you're facing a dude who's six foot four, you know, you add the arm above the head, he's much taller. That means your eyes as a hitter have to look higher. That means the plane of that ball when it's coming in, it is very hard to tell, is it two up, right? Do I swing at it? Do Mm -hmm. I take it? And by the time I make up my mind, it's too late. The catcher's throwing it back, and I'm late. That's sort of what it is, right? Until the Blue Jays figure out how to hammer that thing, get the foot down, get it out front, pull it three miles foul, they're going to continue to see it.
0: The Jays have been shut out three times now in the last nine games after going, what, 91 games? Without being shut out, they lose 5 nothing to the Boston Red Sox tonight. The first of three games at the Rogers center Four one six eight seven zero zero five ninety star five ninety one triple eight triple six zero five ninety. triple 590 Terry in Burlington, get us going, my friend.
2: Yeah, hi, Jeff. Uh, hi, Kevin. I really enjoy your show. Um, I Thank heard you. Um, the other day, uh, Ross Atkins on your show... I couldn't believe what he was saying when he said about he thinks this lineup's an extraordinary type hitting lineup and they'll get going. I, I don't know what the first of all I have no confidence in Ross Atkins. I can't wait till he's fired because I think the man's weak. Um, like the, this team can't hit. It's been obvious the whole basically the whole year, maybe other than April. Uh, while, even they win last night, they got three hits. They win two, one. Like you, you've talked about it, Jeff. The lineup's incomplete. And look at, the, like, this team will not finish ahead. Of, I, I made a bet with a friend of day, They will not finish ahead of the Boston Red Sox this year. They will finish in last place because, you know what? Their lineup's not as good as the Boston Red Sox lineup. Simple as that. Yeah. One yeah, to I mean, nine. I, I, you Which know, lineup I, would you take, the Red Sox or the Jays? Uh, <laughs> no, seriously. Give me a minute I mean, to I mean, think about
0: <laughs> it. Uh, uh, no, listen, if... Ross Atkins is... Weak. Uh, right now? Uh, yeah. Right now, it's it's not a very good lineup and if, if Vladdy is just kind of okay I mean the Red Sox have a tough I think I'll put it this way put it this way I think the Red Sox are a tougher lineup to pitch to and how about that the number number two three and four in their lineup I like better right now well Bichette and Guerrero are pretty good but Chapman's the fourth hitter I mean what do you think's a harder lineup to pitch to right now Verdugo, Yoshida, and Devers or Bichette, Guerrero, Chapman. Chat, you know, Chapman to me is, uh, I mean, he is. He's there's a reason his numbers throughout his career have have, have been what they are. Um, yeah, you're right. Listen, I think this lineup is incomplete. Uh, you know, the thing the thing about Ross Atkins and the thing about his comments. I mean, a lot of those comments are based on, you know, their reading of underlying statistics, which I know they drive me nuts a little bit, and I'm sure they drive, I know they drive Barker nuts, and I'm sure they drive fans nuts. Things like, you know, balls being hit hard and all this stuff. And here's the thing about analytics, and thank you very much. Thank you very much for your call, Terry. Uh, Here's the thing about analytics. I mean, analytics are like accounting. You can pretty much make them say what you want them to say, right? If you look hard enough, you can find something positive about a bad player. Like you just can if if you want to look hard enough at a bad player, you can find something optimi- positive about him based on analytics. you know frankly, I'm tired of hearing that you know the balls hit hard and they have nothing to show for it. yeah I, I don't know it then have something to show for. It. I mean, it sounds – I know it's not as simple as that, Kevin, but I mean, I think that's the thing. I do believe Russ Atkins thinks this lineup can get better i I don't think he's lying. I think he absolutely one hundred percent believes that. Because that's what the underlying numbers are telling.
1: I think he thinks that Vladdy can get better. I, I I, know what he said on our show, that he thinks that one through nine can get better. I mean, if I think if you got him in a room by himself and said, tell me the truth, he'd be telling you he thinks Vladdy can be better. And if Vladdy's better, it would make everybody else around him, and including how many wins they have, look a whole ton better. I I just wonder about the in-game adjustments, right? I mean, James Paxton worked through them. Like, wasn't real hard, right? I mean, he occasionally would sprinkle in the slow breaking ball, occasionally would would sprinkle in the slider. It's the elevated fastball, and it's glove side. Like, it would continue. He didn't always throw it there, but he threw it there enough that it's either you're taking it, you're late on it, uh, you're out in front of it, you're swinging through it, like, That, I think, when you're a Blue Jays fan and you had the expectations coming into the season with some legit names on the back of their jerseys and consistently you don't see in-game adjustments enough to not allow a good pitcher. I'm not sure James Paxson's a great pitcher. He's a good pitcher. work through you the way he worked through you three full times in the order. It's a little head-scratching for me.
0: What about Jose Brios tonight, Kevin? The uh, damage done on his changeup, uh, mostly, I should say, largely in his changeup tonight. What did you make of him? Again, three home runs, uh, suboptimal to say the least. But I'm still, you know, sometimes <laughs> this starting pitching staff has been so good that sometimes you're going to have to win a game for him 7-5 or 6-5. Like it's, yeah, you, for- you, you just are.
1: What if you're a starting pitcher with the Blue Jays and you know your team is seven and seventeen in, the, in your division, and every time you go out there, you got to be perfect. Like you can't give up runs, or you can't fall behind two or three runs because the chances are of you coming back from that's not very good. Uh, you mentioned it. Uh, he he got hammered a couple of times in the changeup, the Duran changeup. That's a good pitch. I mean, he's, he he drove down yep. and through it. That's a kid who made an adjustment in the off season, got a little stronger. Right, he's got some confidence. His manager has confidence in him to lead him off. You know, he knows he's going to get pitches in the zone. It's not always going to be a heater, but he knows it's going to be strikes. He's very aggressive. He's a strong kid, staying the big part of the field. The Justin Turner at bat, dude, that's a big league hitter. Like that's a professional hitter who got to two yep. strikes, took some close pitches. You know, Brios missed with a sinker, a tried to go, tried to go back yep. door with it. I mean, that's what you do to Justin Turner. You force him to go the other way. He missed middle in. A big league hitter made him pay for it. The Yoshida hit, look, he's trying to go down with it. That's what he does this changeup. Yeah. I mean, it's a benefit if he goes away to the lefty, but at least he just wants to go down with it. He missed, choked it off a little bit, left it a little up. It was a little middle end. That's what a good hitter does, right? He makes you pay for it. But – You look at Berea's tonight, Jeff. He had a balanced mix. He threw 26 sinkers, 25 change-ups, 25 four-seamers, and 20 slurps. If I'm standing on the on-deck circle, I can't sit on anything. I have to go up and respect all of those and have to split the plate in half and look up. At least he's doing those kind of things. He had three three three-up, three downs. He he didn't walk a batter. He had eight Ks. He averaged 16 pitches per inning. I mean – the only thing the third time through, like you mentioned, other than the Justin Turner homer, he gave up two homers. And, and oh, by the way, the Connor Wong hanging slider. Look, you throw enough slurves, you're going to hang one of them. Yep. I He had a no, really right. good start. It wasn't a great start, but it was a really good start against six lefties in a lineup. That's the thing, right, is occasionally some part of this season, if they're going to make a decent run, the lineup's going to have to help out the starters. Like, the starter's not going to go out there every time against these lineups and be perfect. It's just not going to happen, especially no, a dude be- like Bereas, who relies on a lot of, you know, changing speeds, late movement, you know, the elevated four-seamer, the two, the the front-hip two-seamer to lefties, right? It, it takes a lot for him to get through a bunch of. Occasionally, he's going to throw one down the middle, or this- a good hitter's going to make you pay for it. So, had a good start. Can't argue that.
0: Yeah, this is another night where the uh, the lineup, the lineup was the lineup were passengers. They really were. There was there was just Absolutely. not a lot. There was not a lot going on. And again, that's inexcusable. Um, it's uh, against, there. well, at, at this point of the year, yeah, no, it is it, it's inexcusable to come out that flat against uh, against the Boston Red Sox. Having said that, you know we've talked about this. The goal, the goal is to win the series. So you got two more starts. Uh, you've got Kikuchi going. You've got Gossman going. Go out there. You finish this, finish this series off. Take two of three from the Red Sox. Get set for that road trip going into the All Star break, and then I don't know, maybe reset. Maybe hope that. I don't know. Do you hope that there's a trade made to to bring something into this lineup? I mean, I don't know. I'm not counting on it. To
1: Look be at honest. the bright side. They're not facing Brian Bellow the next two starts.
0: Jim and Hamilton, you're on Blue Jays talk.
3: Good evening, gentlemen. Uh, Hey, Jim. A couple of quick comments. First of all, homework assignment for Kevin. Uh, Today on MLB Network, Mark DeRosa did a breakdown of Vladdy's swing from 2021 to this year. And I'd like to hear on Tuesday when you guys return your thoughts on that, Kevin. Speaking (laughs) of MLB, um, last year I saw them do a a piece on juice balls and dead balls throughout Mm -hmm. the entire league. And everyone's scratching their head. Um, with the Blue Jays, like what is it, and are they? Do you think they're being shipped dead balls? Because we saw the, Vladdy's last at bat, and as Buck mentioned, the ball just kind of faded away, right?
0: No, I think maybe they've been shipped uh, dead brains when it comes to uh, when it comes to making uh, making adjustments.
3: I do have comments on Shapiro. You know, no. does he have the Kahunas to fire his long-term business partner or teammate?
0: I mean, I've said this, and I will continue to say this. I there will be. I, I think there has to be change if this team doesn't doesn't at least make the playoffs and doesn't doesn't show some advancement.
3: Do you think um, Shapiro will pull the trigger? I do. I,
0: well, I mean, the easiest thing for me to say is I don't think he wouldn't, and and I'm not straddling the fence there. Um, I, I think he expects, based on what Marcus said, he you know he's he said he wants to see improvement. He wants to see the next year be better than the last year. So far, you know, the numbers are—this team is—it's almost identical to where it was last year. But I, took, I take that to mean that the goal for the Blue Jays this year is not to make the playoffs. It's to win the division and win a playoff series. They're not going to win the division. That's gone. Um, and, you know, it remains to be seen whether they can win a playoff series. But the other thing to say about about this this front office is, you know, they are, as Ross Atkins says, they are process driven. There will be a process at the end of the year, regardless of how this team does. Uh, and and people will be will be evaluated. But um well, Yeah, listen, I I, I, I absolutely you know, this organization first of all, this organization has shown it's not afraid to swallow money. Like, they're not going to not fire somebody because they've got three years on a contract or something like that. This, this organization, I mean, take a look at some of the, the, the pitchers they've signed, and they've just completely swallowed the contract and moved them on.
3: Um, you, you speak a process. There's more than one way to skin a cat. Do you think they're using the wrong process? And before I finish up here real quick for the next caller, um, speak goes back to the dead ball thing. Um, Shai Davidi did a thing last week about the international game in London, and that Toronto probably wouldn't go because MLB would lose half of their television market in the U.S. Uh, gentlemen, good talking to you. Have a good night.
0: Thank you. Yeah, I, don't, I mean, I don't, I don't know that uh, would lose half their television market in the U.S. I don't know. I, I mean, I guess I would. Uh, I wonder if they wouldn't make up more uh, based on the the TV market they'd have in Canada. Uh, but I mean, I don't. I, I, I a lot of Jays. I, I, I mean I can't, I, I can't imagine that uh, that the Jays would be on tap uh, for a series in Europe. I think that they probably want some sort of traditional rivalry over there. and the fact of the matter is the Jays really don't have a traditional rival. I mean I didn't know the whole the whole dead ball thing I mean i I, I will say this I think we 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 touched on something on Blair and Barker today uh, about this ballpark and about this team. And how good this team pitches at home, and uh, you know, I'm 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 surprised that that we haven't seen more home runs hit at this park by the Blue Jays. But you know what? I don't know if that's a product of the park or just the fact that they've got a lot of brain dead approaches to uh, at bats, whether they're playing here on Mars or Philadelphia or Tampa yeah. Bay or wherever.
1: Yeah, Jaron Duran took a changeup down and away, and one-handed it like eight rows deep into left center. That, that for me, that for me will tell you if you swing at the right pitch, you are short and quick to the baseball. You have a good finish because you are a really good hitter. The ball will go where you want it to go. Maybe we should start looking at it that way instead of thinking about the dead ball. I mean, it's an interesting thought because of vladdy He looked to me like he got jammed. I mean, he's a little long on him. His two strikes. Dude throwing a bazillion miles an hour. He's trying to elevate the hair on Vladdy. He ain't afraid to throw well, Vladdy fastballs. He looked to well, me like he got clear. jammed.
0: Let's be clear. Vladdy's not hitting a ton of home runs on the road either. So, you know, maybe the – I don't know. Maybe the dead balls are following the Jays yeah. around. I mean, I i got you. I don't get – I don't get worked up about all the stuff about balls because I I just, I I mean, I just don't know. I just just don't know. Um, I think baseball does the best job it can in in having some sort of standardized ball. But I mean, um, I I tend to think that, um, I I tend to think a lot of the stuff is kind of like urban myth, right? There's a lot of dead time in baseball. There's a lot of people, a lot of time for people to um, sit around and navel gaze and pick their nose and think of things. And uh, quite often when baseball people do that, they do come up with conspiracy theories, uh, which is, frankly, one of the things that makes the game so much fun. 5 nothing, Blue Jays lose to the Boston Red Sox. Hey, the Boston Red Sox haven't lost to the Jays this year. They're 5-0 and oh, 0 against that. the Jays. Of course, just about everybody in the AL East is 5-0 and 0 against. That's actually not true. 7-17. Seven and 17, The Jays have, have won a couple of games there. The Jays, sorry, 7-18 and 18 against AL East opposition. This year with a second game to come against the Red Sox. Let's take a break and come back. We'll go to the phone lines again. The numbers 416-870-0590. Star 590, 1-888-666-0590. It's Blue Jays Talk on SportsNet 590, the fan of the SportsNet Radio Network. All right, welcome back to Blue Jays Talk. Five nothing. The Blue Jays losing to the Boston Red Sox. Time now for the Major League Standings Watch presented by Bet365. You can download the Bet365 app and check out the latest odds for today's baseball games. 19-plus play responsibly on Terrio only. The New York Yankees were rained out against the St. Louis Cardinals tonight. The Boston Red Sox, of course, beating the Blue Jays 5-0. Uh, Tampa Bay and Seattle, they're going to get started later on the West Coast. And the uh, Minnesota Twins are all over the Baltimore Orioles, 8 to nothing, And that game is in the top of the fifth inning. So the standings, as of this minute, Tampa Bay is in first place. They are 56-28. and 28. The Baltimore Orioles, 48-31 in second. The Yankees are 45-36. The Jays are 45-38. The Boston Red Sox, four games back of the Jays. They are 41-42, 14-and-a-half back, four out in the wild-card spot. As we mentioned, the Jays are now 7-and-18 inside the American League East. That is the worst record in the division. Tony and Maple. Hey, Tony. Hello.
1: Hey, Tony, go ahead. Hey, um, so I, I, I'm i a big betting guy, and we have Bo Bichette, top five odds to win the AL MVP. We have Kevin Gossman, top five odds to win the Cy Young. I, I'm just curious. If you guys were going to make one move to change the course of this season, what would it be? Because as of right now, we have great players and a great team, and I, I just don't know... What, what I don't think you have a great team. Do. I'm gonna no jump way. in. I don't. I think
0: you've got a very good team or a good team. I don't think it's a great team. I think it's not. It's not a great lineup. I, I mean, I think we can. We can. We can put that. We can put that to uh, to rest. It's it's not a great lineup. Um, it, it's a lineup that's different than last year's lineup, and it's just it's uh, it, it's not as effective. Look, um, you're not trading Bo. You're not trading Vladdy. Springer's got a contract. He's here for a while. Uh, Barrios, Gossman, I'm happy with them. Bassett, other than that, like, honestly, uh, and I'm not saying this is going to happen because I I, I don't think it will because I do believe the Jays think that someplace in the midst of all this mess is a real good lineup. I mean, there's the rest of the guys in this team make me an offer. You know, I think Ross Atkins was pretty clear, uh, not just with us, but in his media availability with everybody else, Kevin, that, um, you know, if if they can make a deal that uh, makes them better or doesn't make them worse while maybe adding something a little more dynamic to the lineup, they will do it. But, um, yeah, I, I, I to me, you've got to add another bat to this lineup. Again, I, I we know that they were interested in Yoshida. He has said that. He has told Alex Cora he thought at one point he was going to Toronto. They didn't get anybody to replace him. Like, clearly they're telling you something about what they think of the lineup. And um, I've said all year, this, to me, is a lineup that looks incomplete. I fail to believe that this organization looked at Brandon Belt and thought, hey, he'd look real good in the middle of our order. And again, you know, I'm just... we're not picking him, Brandon Belt other than the fact that the Jays basically went out and pulled this guy in and, I mean, stuck him in the middle of the lineup. I mean, at one point, we were talking about him being the cleanup hitter. I
1: just rolled my eyes. Kevin? Yeah, I don't. well, I don't think they had a choice, right? I mean, it was him or Dalton Varshow. How did the Dalton Varshow thing go to start the season? Didn't go. Right, it was it was a lot to ask a kid coming from a different organization when he'd never really hit cleanup and trying to follow up the three guys that he was trying to follow up. It's just a lot to ask. So yeah, I'm with you. It looks incomplete again. I I wanted them to go out and add another bat this year too at the trade deadline. Jeff, I'm not sure that if other guys don't try and make better adjustments, in game adjustments that they already have, will one more Decent bat. I'm not gonna get a Juan Soto. A decent bat helped this team? I'm not sure.
0: I mean it'll make it look different. And I guess your choice is changing it or sticking with what you got and hope that all those underlying numbers we're told are so good actually result in wins. Uh John Schneider has just finished his media availability and much of the conversation, of course, about uh James Paxton, the uh Red Sox starting pitcher who pretty much had his way with the Blue Jays tonight. This is John Schneider after the game.
4: John, uh, how much was Paxton? How much was the approach and what did you see there? Yeah, I think today you tip your cap to him. He was um, about as good as we've seen him in a a long time. Kind of had everything working. Uh, You know, Vladdy hits the ball hard in the first and um, after that it was a single and a bunt. So I think you tip your cap. Um, Tough guy to try to square up when he's got 98 at the top. Cutter was a good pitch for him. Um, I think you just kind of flush this one and, and move on. I mean, you have no
0: choice. The good thing about baseball is you get to play the next day. And as we said, it's about winning series at this time. I mean, it'd be nice to sweep a series, but in the very least it's about winning series. And uh, you still have a chance to do that. Justin and Barry, you're on Blue Jays Talk. Hey-ho, Justin.
2: How's it going, guys? Good, good. Hello. Good, hey. um, so... I just wanted to know your guys' thoughts on Springer. He's been, I'm not gonna lie, god awful. I don't know why Schneider hasn't moved him to the ninth hole or at least he so has really been. say
0: he's been god awful.
2: Well, like, he strikes out lining out. He's he's not the George Springer that of 2021. Let's say so. Snyder demotes Bichette last year. I just don't know why they had haven't done it to Springer yet.
0: What would, like, where I would you like, where would you hit him? I, I'm a ninth. Be like why
2: George? You're, because he's the captain. He's supposed
0: to be the best he's hitter on this the team. He's, he's, not he's not the captain. He's not the captain. Why Sorry, would so you, you've got you've got to tell me why you'd hit him ninth? Is it going to make him a better player? Well, no, but it should. It's going get to punish
2: him. Year to, yeah, because he's the best. It's going punish be to
0: punish him. Yeah, I would. Cause why he, aren't you going to punish Vladdy?
2: Well, I, I, I do it to Vladdy too, but he's in the last couple of series. He's starting to get going a little bit, but well, with mm-hmm. Springer's just but they been, never, like, so you'd hit Springer ninth,
0: and you think that's going to get him going?
2: I think it'll. I think it'll say something to to the to the rest of the order that hey, if the top guys aren't going to get going, then something something's something's got to give here.
0: Really, George has got like another four years and a bazillion dollars left. Do you think it's going to really affect him?
2: I think it'll say something that maybe will help that help the other guys, but something's got to give to this lineup because it's not doing good.
0: Listen, I, I appreciate the call, and you're right. Something's got to give, but moving George Springer down into the ninth spot is. Absolutely, the most ludicrous thing I've heard of.
1: George Springer's okay. hit for his last twenty six. That's hitting three oh eight. He's slugging five hundred. Yeah, George Springer. George
0: Springer ain't the issue with this team. Um, he's just not.
1: I mean, he's a guesser. Now, the, That's why. The, why? Why? The question about away- the
0: question about what the question about whether or not he's the George Springer he was when he was at, in Houston. Um, you know, I I I might agree with you in that.
1: He guesses a lot. When he guesses a certain pitch, no matter where it's at, he can put it in play because he has talent. That's why it looks like Uh, it
0: looks. John Schneider was asked about the Blue Jays' record uh, versus teams in the AL East, and uh, this was his answer. Schneider's halfway through the season now,
1: 7-18 um, and 18 against the division. How concerning is that at this point just with, you know, how tight it's going to be at the end probably?
4: Yeah, I mean, I think you look at the overall record first. I know we talked about it before the game about, you know, these series get a little bit more magnified against the division as you go. And you come out tomorrow and hopefully in front of a great crowd on Canada Day and, um, you know, you you get back and, and put yourself in in a chance to win the series on Sunday. So I think that would be, you know – the hope that's the goal uh but yeah you, it comes a point in time where it's you got to look at who you're playing and say okay this these games are these games are a tick more important again it's not putting pressure on the guys it's not putting you know trying harder or anything like that but it, you know there comes a point in the time and we're probably there where uh it's really important to win the series and kevin barker that's what we talked about it is important to win the series
0: the time Absolutely. is now he and and really that 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 is seven and 7-18 against the division scares the living crap out of me because that's a, really a good, bad number.
1: John does a really good job of not throwing his players under the bus. I mean, he could come on there and yell and scream and say they're not doing good enough and they need to do better. You know, you pay them a ton of money, figure it out. He doesn't do that.
0: Yeah. I might if I was him.
1: Wouldn't work. Be like moving George Springer to the nine hole. Wouldn't work. <laughs>
0: Parker, thanks for doing this. Again, the Blue Jays, 5-0 losers to the Boston Red Sox. Game 2 tomorrow, Game 3 Sunday. Remember, it's about winning the series. Just keep telling yourself that. Uh, Thank you for listening to Blue Jays Baseball, brought to you by Crown Rust Protection. Now that summer has arrived, it's road trip season. Make sure your vehicle is protected from rust with Crown. Visit crown.com for a special summer offer today. Crown, Canada's number one rust protection.